Hello and welcome to the Museum News Podcast, Episode 5. I'm Sam Smith, and those were some of the sounds of the People's Story Museum in Edinburgh. This week, I'll start by talking about three museums in Edinburgh, the Scottish National Gallery, the Museum of Edinburgh, and the People's Story Museum. The Scottish National Gallery displays a fantastic collection of art from the early Renaissance to the late 19th century in a neoclassical building in the centre of Edinburgh that you really can't miss. The walls are absolutely covered with paintings up to you know, tall ceilings with a lot of the most famous artists present. Raphael, Monet, Van Gogh. Actually, there were a lot of Dutch paintings there, which I didn't entirely expect. And then if you're looking for more Scottish art, because you're in Scotland, there's a lower, almost basement-like level where there's plenty of Scottish paintings as well in, in a large room with lots of dividing walls put in to maximise wall space. It's, there's really a lot to see there. What I like best about the museum, besides you know, the spectacle of the building and the main halls itself, is the information given on the labels. There's not just information about the artist or a little about the technique, as you quite often see in art museums, but most of it is actually about what is depicted in the paintings themselves. So the history behind it and the stories, sometimes to do with the scene, sometimes to do with the artist and so on. So that, that makes it especially good if you're you know, only a casual art fan like myself. So I go to these museums and I enjoy it and I like looking at paintings, but half the time I don't remember the artists' names or, or don't know much about art styles or anything. Sometimes it's inter it is interesting to learn about art styles and the painters themselves, but in this case, it's, it's also really interesting to read about the stories about what you're looking at at the moment. Some rooms there have also got temporary exhibitions and there's a larger exhibition area in um, the building next to the National Gallery so the, in the Academy, which is also this really impressive neoclassical building. Entry to the museum is free and even just a quick wander through all the rooms will take you about an hour if you stop to look at the paintings. Their website is nationalgalleries.org. Now, the Museum of Edinburgh is a museum that's much, much larger than its first impression would lead you to think, really. It's housed in a series of 16th to 18th century buildings around a little courtyard on um, the Royal Mile. And it has lots of almost hidden rooms and corridors that go on for you know, much longer than you'd expect. Apparently, in the 19th century, it was so divided into separate living spaces that 323 tenants lived there in 1851. The museum displays objects and art illustrating the history of Edinburgh to the present, though a lot of it is focused on the 18th century onwards. And there are also co uh, topical collections about Scottish pottery and glass making and some historical figures as well. There's lots of good information given with the objects about the general history, but also anecdotes and questions to set you thinking about what you're looking at. Though they don't always give the dates of when objects were made, which is something I do like to see. 
They also give information on the history of the building itself and some explanation of some of its architectural features, which is really nice, as well as history of the immediate area, so not just wider Edinburgh. And I have to say that the building was definitely the, my favourite part of the museum, in, in part because they, the explanations about architecture and, and such, but also because it's just such an interesting set of buildings. And I imagine that for the same reason, it's quite good to take kids to because they can really explore all the different rooms and windy corridors. And it's quite exciting, really. And they also have a, a large dedicated kids area with, for example, one room just entirely for costumes to dress up in. I do think that in, in several rooms, they could display more of their collections because some, sometimes there's, there's one or two rooms where they've definitely left a lot of space empty where they could have put more to see, maybe. Unfortunately, there's no wheelchair access really to the museum as the buildings are so old and there's lots of stairs. Entry is free and a visit could take up to an hour. The website is edinburghmuseums.co.uk Now for the third museum, the People's Story Museum, which is also on the Royal Mile, is housed in a really interesting looking building, which is the Canongate Tollbooth from 1591. It displays uh, life and work in Edinburgh from about the late 18th century to the present, using everyday objects and objects from trade and societies and, and a good collection of political banners. Most importantly, lots of this is shown through reconstructed scenes with lots of objects and mannequins to show how people lived or worked or so on, as well as with supplementary video and audio. Entering the museum, because of these reconstructions and the mannequins and things, it's almost as if you're going into a tourist attraction, but it is definitely educational as well as entertaining, and I think quite good for, for kids as well. The information bound with all the objects is, is quite good, though they could sometimes do with a bit more elaboration because sometimes it just leaves you with a few more questions than you had before. But it does cover a lot of topics and does a really good job at giving you some idea of life in Edinburgh in the past. The ground and the first floor have step-free access, but unfortunately you have to take the stairs up to the second uh, floor and the video room. So you, you do get to see most of the museum if stairs are an issue, but it's a shame because the second floor is quite good too. A visit takes up to an hour and entry is free. And you can also find their site through edinburghmuseums.co.uk. There are still many more museums in Edinburgh I haven't visited yet, but if I had to choose one from the museums I have been to right now, I'd say go to the National Museum of Scotland because they have so many things to see and it's great for kids as well. But if you're an art lover, go to the National Gallery because their collections are really, really good. Now for what's on in museums for the coming week. While we're still on the topic of Edinburgh, right now there's several festivals going on and the National Museum of Scotland has an after-hours programme on Friday the 14th, the 21st and 28th of August with festival performances and taster acts you can go see. You can find more information about it on nms.ac.uk. Next, the Weald and Downland Open Air Museum in Singleton is holding a vintage and steam show this weekend on the 15th and 16th of August with lots of steam engines, a fair and other exhibits to see throughout the museum and it looks like a fun day out. 
entry to the museum is 12.50 or less and their website is wheeleddown.co.uk. And finally, again on the topic of art, the National Gallery in London has a new exhibition called Frames in Focus, Sansovino Frames, which runs until the 13th of September, which is an exhibition that focuses on the picture frames rather than on the art itself for a change. It's the first in a series of such exhibitions exploring a specific frame type for every exhibition. And this one is on Sansovino frames, which is a very elaborate early Baroque style picture frame. Now, I think this could be a really interesting exhibition because even during my visit to the National Gallery in Edinburgh, I do see that even the art is fantastic. But if you look at the frames as well, they are quite often really historic and, and very well made pieces of art in themselves as well. Entry is free and the website is nationalgallery.org.uk. And that was it for this week. Thanks for listening and all the links will be available at museumnewspodcast.com forward slash episode five. That's the number five. If you'd like to let me know what you thought or just want to get in touch, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash museumnewspodcast or on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash museumpodcast. Alternatively, you can email me at sam at museumnewspodcast.com. Have a nice week.